and welcome to the first episode of the Hope That Helps podcast. I'm Ramsey. I'm Camille. We're so excited to have y'all here. Today we're going to be talking about new things, which this is very new. We're excited about that. You're new to us or new to me, at least. I know some of you all know Ramsey already. <laughs> yeah, you might know me um, from TikTok or YouTube as Fostering Single. Uh, I've been sharing on social media for a while now about foster care and adoption and some other things that I'm passionate about, a, bit, a little bit about our life. And so um, if you are new to me, a few things. I do have two kiddos that are adopted from foster care. I um, love them so much. We have a home here with our dog, Luna. And in our meantime, we just like to spend time with friends and family. Uh, Zach and Camille see a lot of us <laughs> around here. And she is such a good friend of mine. I'm so excited to kind of introduce her more to the online world. Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm so new to this because I don't, I'm like, if you go to my Instagram, I just like, don't do anything. Well, let me just say, uh, I want to brag on her a minute because I do feel like Camille has a lot of value to share and I'm just really excited for her to get in this space. And I think she's just so creative and articulate. And so it's going to be so much fun hosting this with you. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So my name's Camille, obviously. Zach, my husband and I live here in North Little Rock. We um, have two little kitty cats. <laughs> we're, we're cat parents. Um, we have been struggling with a little bit of infertility. And so that's brought us to look into foster care, which we work with kids at the Arkansas Dream Center. And um, we just have a passion for kids and loving on them. And so there's been multiple things that have brought us to foster care. One of those things being becoming better friends with Ramsey. <laughs> One day I was like, literally like, hey, can I pick your brain about this? Because I feel like God's really pulling us this way and we want to know more. So, yeah, but Zach and I have been married for seven years and we're going strong and it's been it's been a good life. I love that. Uh, and we were debating earlier how we really became I know. friends. <laughs> um, I know we met at church. Yeah. And uh, we have gotten the opportunity to serve on the worship team together and to be in a life group together. Yep. But I feel like what really sealed the deal um, in our friendship was the morning walks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I know I kind of really I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, how do we actually become friends? Because you asked me to lunch with our friend Hannah and then. We like didn't quite hang out after that, not because we didn't want to, but just, you know, yeah. life. And then I pressured Camille and yeah. <laughs> with us. I was like, come with us. I think you're really cool. And then, yeah, life kind of happened. And then um, we joined a life group together and yeah. realized we lived yeah. really close to each yeah, other. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So the morning walk kind of became a thing. Yeah. And I feel like from there, we got to be really intentional yeah. with each other and learn more about what we're passionate about. And we had a lot of really similar. Yeah passions and ways of thinking and um, beliefs and, and core values. And so I think that that's kind of what's led us here today. Totally, totally. To starting a podcast. Yeah. I think like we just talk a lot. <laughs> We're like, <laughs> we do. We have a lot to say. Let's just make a podcast. We could go on a morning walk for an hour and then stand for another three hours Your poor still kids. talking. Yeah. <laughs> My kids have heard a lot of our conversations and Zach too over yeah. uh, the course of our friendship. But I think that the podcast is a perfect medium for us to talk about some of those things Yeah, and for you guys to hear it too. Yeah, definitely. So I think, um, as far as the podcast goes, 
mm-hmm. uh, our mission and I guess our heart behind, you know, sharing this information with you guys is one to shine a light on, you know, some issues surrounding foster care and adoption, but not just foster care and adoption. I feel like we're passionate about a lot of things, very justice oriented people. Um, we work with a lot of populations where we live that, you know, I feel like need help. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that is kind of what we want to have conversations around in a very lighthearted and, and yeah, fun way. Absolutely. Yeah. I know for Zach and me, like we've been like our job has been very much like we're just submerged in this culture in this specific lifestyle that I think it's like we can't look away anymore and so that's what's really brought us here to do fostering and so I know you have a similar you know story with your job and everything but absolutely yeah Um, and I think that you know if we can just encourage anybody else to step into what they're passionate about and to talk about hard topics and to maybe do something kind of crazy. (laughs) I think that's kind of why we titled this episode new things is like, not only are we starting a new podcast, but Camille and Zach are very much right now stepping into like a new season of foster parenting. And I think just taking those leaps of faith, it's not just foster parenting, but um, in general, you know, sharing with you the ups and downs of that and, you know, where God is working on us in that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel like this season has been like nonstop new things. Like (laughs) I literally started a new part of my job, like I was working in the same place, but new position. So it's like a new location, like new people. And then like we decided to foster. So it's like, like becoming new friends or having new friends in that space, you know? So I think it's just one thing after another. And so I'm learning to embrace that. And I definitely want to encourage others. Like if you're passionate about something, go for it. Cause that's something I'm really bad about is like being standoffish and like, "Uh, do I want to do this? Do I not? Like (laughs) that's yeah. So that's huge on my heart right now. Yeah. I feel like to the point of what you said earlier is like, you can't see these things happening and just look away. I think we both have those kind of personalities is like, it is sometimes hard to act, but like we know we need to act. Right. Um, And I think even, you know, starting this podcast and talking about these things is a form of us stepping out on faith and acting and hopefully impacting somebody else through that. Um, I think that for me, that has just definitely been a theme of my life is just doing something that seems seemingly crazy to other people, including single foster parenting. Um, But yeah, there's a lot of new coming that has come and is to come. So I'm really excited about this opportunity to just get to share with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Through that. I can totally relate to that. I feel like Zach's and my life together has been like one thing after another of like, God just asking us to like do some crazy stuff. Like we moved away from home for the first two years of our marriage and we, you know, didn't really know anybody. And then we decided to move back home and like, you know, it's just like, there's just been a constant like trust and like, Hey, just trust me. (laughs) Like, Come on along for the ride. (laughs) Absolutely. I think too, something like about me sharing on social media is sometimes it looks like, it wasn't that hard to say yes. And I think the reality is, is that like, no matter what God's asking you to do, if that's move away from home, if that's start a new job, if that's 
step into parenting or, you know, advocating in any realm, like it is going to be a challenge. It's going to be sometimes on blind faith um, where you can't really see the next step. And I think sometimes that gets lost in like the ending of my story, particularly, you know, I feel like I'm in a different place, obviously, mm-hmm. in our journey where like we've adopted, we've kind of rounded out the chapter, but it didn't come without <laughs> an immense amount of like, you know, anxiety about the future and not knowing, you know, if I was doing the right thing. And I think I don't want that to get lost, especially in this podcast that like I have all the answers or right. you have all the answers as you walk through it. It's like together we hope to help other people you know, navigate these things, but we're not perfect oh, at it. No, no. <laughs> and it's not going to come without, without a challenge. Right. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like that's just following God. Yeah. It's playing for your life <laughs> in general. I think that's actually something I had, like, it wasn't a vision, but it was just like a picture God showed me one time when I was like switching schools in college. And it literally was that of like, I was driving on a dark road and I couldn't see over this like hill. And I feel like God was just like, Hey, you can't see in front of you. You can only see like two steps and that's it. And sometimes you just have to trust that. (laughs) And that's been like the theme of my life since then pretty much, you know, and I feel like everybody can relate to that. I think that I had this view of my life that it would just be so laid out and that is not how it's been, but it's been a huge growth experience and a learning experience. And I'm so grateful for that. But it's like, yeah, you don't know what's always ahead of you. And sometimes you just got to like, go for it. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think that brings us to like a really good, you know, point in the show where we want to answer questions that you guys are asking us. And we had some questions this week. And one of the questions was asking something about, you know, how did we know that this was something we were supposed to be doing, specifically talking about foster care. Um, How did we know that God was asking us to do this? And then how did we step out and take that leap of faith? What did that look like for us? Camille, do you want to? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, I think whenever I saw this question, I was like, oh, gosh, how did I know? (laughs) Because I think it was, um, again, it was such a like leap of faith to do this. Scary. So like I was saying, like my husband, Zach and I, like we had some fertility issues. um, And honestly, there wasn't even really anything that was preventing us from getting, sorry, preventing us from getting pregnant. So I think it was like, it it felt very much like it was just a not yet. And so it felt like, okay, what are we going to do in the season of waiting? Um, And we had so many different people around us that were fostering like you guys and some of our other friends at church. And I just felt like we were surrounded more and more by this, uh, this amazing thing. (laughs) And again, like we were submerged in it also with like the kids that we work with, like maybe they're not in foster care, but a lot of their lives look very similar to like children that are in foster care. And so, um, It was a very slow process. I was like on board before Zach was, um, but I think my heart, I just really wanted children in my home. And I was like, what does that look like right now? Like right now I can't, or I'm not having a child biologically right now. So what can I do to like 
help kids around me, you know, that, um, and I'm really passionate about that. I think that also tied into like just my job. I felt way more purposed in my job and doing that. So a lot of that ties in and I'm not going to like go into all that right now, but, um, it was a slow process. It was like God working on my heart and not necessarily replacing the desire of like having a biological child with fostering an adoption, but like, bringing in a new passion for me of like wanting to do this. Um, so yeah, I mean, and I've always dreamed of doing this. Like I think that a lot of people who foster, like it's something that maybe they've always wanted to do just for me. It wasn't something that I knew that I like wanted to do first. I always thought I wanted to have kids first. And so, um, that was an interesting switch. (laughs) So like, no, I'm doing this first and like, getting excited about this first. So again, just like a slow process, but definitely, um, a leap of faith in a lot of ways. Um, cause it's scary. It's like scary to jump into cause you don't know a lot about it. Um, and that was another thing is like, I, I kind of knew about it. Like I knew, um, you know, I dealt with a lot of kids that had trauma and like, um, like I said, just very similar situations, but overall it's just like it's so different bringing that into your home and like parenting that as you know (laughs) (laughs) absolutely I think I have you know in a way a similar story to that and how I like came to kind of knowing that it was something that I wanted to do similarly to you like I'm actually adopted so a lot of people don't know that but I am adopted and so it was something that I always knew I wanted to do an area I knew I wanted to help in but very much like you I had a different picture of what that was going to look like I think as a little girl like you grow up and you think about getting married and having kids and having a big home and a nice job you know you you kind of dream out your future and like you said it's all laid out for you and um (laughs) I woke up one day, 27 and single, still having the desire to help in foster care and adoption and just really not knowing if that was going to be a reality for me. And, you know, thinking through, you know, I felt like God started working on my heart in that, you know, kind of the same way, like preparing me to do it differently than how I had expected and in a different season. And I think when you guys are asking, like, how did you know, like, Sometimes just God asks you to do something that I feel like most of the time God asks you to do something that you wouldn't have thought of yourself or, or wasn't maybe how you had originally dreamed of it happening, but it's better. And, um, I think for me, like I said, I was 27 and single and thinking, Oh gosh, can I still help in this space? Like, what if God is asking me to be single period? And, you know, is this something that I still feel called to? And I think growing up in the church, I had that big question mark of like, could God call a single woman to make an impact in this way? And I I wrestled with that for a long time. And I just felt like I kept finishing the sentence of like, you know, he was saying, you are supposed to foster. And I said, yeah, when I'm married, you're supposed to foster. When I have my own kids, you're supposed to foster. When, you know, I get a better job or I have a bigger house. And I know you and Zach, like you shared, have had those same like questions of like, you know, (laughs) is this the right time? Is this really what God is asking us to do? But I do know that even though it's been really difficult at moments, like I feel like he has blessed it. And I felt like an overwhelming peace, like just knowing that I did step out 
and did it outside of what my brain maybe thought, but like I followed my heart and I followed like what I feel like God was asking me to do. And I feel like it's been very blessed and that doesn't mean it's been very easy, but yeah. it's been very blessed. Yeah. And um, I think if you're wondering if it's for you, you know, I would just say, well, for us being people of faith, pray, yeah. <laughs> um, pray, consider, ask people around you. Kind of like Camille was saying too, like when they started, you know, trying to work out if this was for them, I think they consulted a lot of people. They reached out to people that were in oh, yeah. this and doing this. And I think that was an important step of, you know, taking that leap of faith. Maybe they didn't leap right then, but they said, hey, we're going to have these conversations and we're going to start these conversations and even addressing other things. Like for me, maybe that's, you know, addressing things about my own adoption or things like that and my singleness. And for them, it was addressing things like infertility and other things they were growing, going through and saying, you know, fostering is not going to fix those things. It's not going to heal those things. But is it something that we feel like God is calling us to regardless of what our circumstances look like? And I feel like that's yeah been my story is like the regardless, you know, will you be obedient to me? regardless. And there's wisdom in that. Like you need to have wisdom. Absolutely. But I think it's like, you know, are you going to do what I'm asking you to do no matter what? And that can be a scary, like you said, a very scary thing. Well, I think it's hard to know sometimes. Like it's hard Absolutely. to know. Like I, I think I've talked to Zach about this so much. Like what's like wisdom and mm -hmm. what's like stepping out in faith, you know, Absolutely. like I think it's really hard to hold those two things, especially if like, you 100%. know, for me and Zach, like just, you know, we don't make a ton of money. We're in, we're in nonprofit. Like there's a lot of things there that I think it's just like, it felt like, how can we help? Like, I feel like we're yeah. just not in that place. But again, it's like, regardless, like the Lord's saying, I'm going to provide for you. I'm just asking you to do this. Are you going to be obedient? <laughs> you know? And it's like, I don't Absolutely. know if that's very wise. <laughs> like, that doesn't feel wise. <laughs> it but, doesn't. Ugh, and I think on the other side of it, like, I have to constantly remind myself and look backwards because I'm already in this. Like I've already taken the leap, like to look back and say, again, have that peace and like, no, God has come through for my family every single time, every time. And even when I thought we were not going to make it, whether that be, you know, emotionally, financially, like physically, like we've had, you know, a lot of things go on in our home. And I think that, to look back and kind of have that archive almost of like how God has pulled through. That's also when you know, you know, you might take a step and then it's like, man, yeah. that does not feel confirmed. I do not feel peace about that. And, and that I would say, listen to that as well. Like not everybody is meant to do what we are doing, Absolutely. Um, but you are meant to do something and whatever God is calling you to, I believe he'll bless it. Um, and you'll be able to look back and say, like, I know God came through on this yeah. uh, regardless. That's so good. That's so good. So I think some people also asked like more practical side of like, how did we get into it? Because I think there is so much like unknown with this. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think there's just, I mean, there's information out there if you look for it, but it's such a, um, I don't know. It's just a space that's not talk about very much. So can you talk yeah, about that a little bit? Cause you're on the other side of it. I'm kind of in the like space of learning still, like, yeah. you know, we're technically not licensed yet. Like we're almost there. So 
I'd yeah. love to hear from you about that. I actually do get a lot of questions on the internet about like very specific, like practical things, which I think yeah. is funny because to me growing up in this space too, I'm like, oh, I thought that people knew more about how to do this and it's just not out there. Um, so I feel like this is valuable information as well, even though it's like the more practical side. So mm-hmm. if you are looking to start foster care specifically, um, you know, I think the other hard thing is that it's different between states. And so what might be something that you would do in one state might not be something you would do in another state. But I think the best place to start if you are wanting to take this leap of faith is to look for agencies in your area or to contact, you know, DCFS, that's the Division of Children and Family Services, or your DHS, Department of Human Services office directly. You can do either of those things. Um, We're both working with an agency here um, in our state, and um, people choose not to work with an agency for different reasons or not to work with the state for different reasons. Um, But you just need to vet out what you think is best for you. And if you reach out to them, you know, most states in our nation right now are in desperate need of foster parents. And so, you know, they will reach back out to you. So I would say shoot an email if they have an interest form online, fill out an interest form with an agency, you know, kind of get connected. If you know somebody who's already serving in this area, kind of like Camille and Zach did with me, I was able to connect them to somebody as well. And so I know that that can be intimidating. And I made a lot of excuses of like, well, I just don't know how to do it, so I'm not going to. Or so-and-so didn't email me back, so maybe I'll just not. And I would just encourage you to press in if it's something you feel like you Mm -hmm. are supposed to do. Um, I think more practically, that's really how to take that first step. And then I would also say, talk to your family and friends. Like, talk to your community around you because it's really important to make sure you have support. Um, That was, like, such a big first step for me, and I know for you guys. Mm Too, yeah. just making sure that your people are on board. Yeah. And I think that was a scary step. Like, honestly, I was like really scared to tell people. I don't I don't know why. Like looking back, I'm like, of course, people are going to be supportive. But I think stepping into something like this um, where maybe maybe your family has no clue about it like you do. Yeah. So it's like they don't know either. And so it's like having to maybe educate or like. Mm-hmm. explain things like that's that can feel very overwhelming when you're learning yourself um but yeah I think definitely like talk to your family and friends like look for that support with them because it's there like if you have a good community around you hopefully you do you know um even if it's small like I think that like there's there's going to be help there and that feels very um validating and like feels like you can move forward in that you know Absolutely. I think support for my family and friends was like so paramount, but I'm also really hard headed. <laughs> so like I put off telling them because I was like, I know I'm going to do it regardless. Like I asked my parents, like, what would you think about me doing this when I'd already filled out like half the paperwork? Well, that's so, something I like on our talks uh, or on our on our walks talks and walks um, I literally was like Ramsey I'm so scared like I haven't told these people yet like I don't know how to tell them and you're like just do it like <laughs> like just tell them you're doing it and just own it and I was like it's so easy for you to say that <laughs> well I do have more of that personality but I will say like I do think it's important to protect you know yes yourself yeah. in again whatever leap of faith you're stepping on if you know God has called you to something sometimes there is a season of like needing to protect that and make sure that you are very secure 
in what you're doing. I think I encouraged you in that too, is just like, sure. you know, <laughs> yes, speak it, but also know it for yourself and make sure yes. you know it before you put it out there that, you know, you're confident in your decision and, and what God has called you to do. And that again applies to everything, you know, not everybody needs to know your, you know, business mm -hmm. um, in that way of just like making sure that you, you know, keep yourself protected. But I think that, you know, making sure you have the support and making sure you take those first steps. Can I tell a funny story really quick? Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've told this a couple of times on social media, but for me, actually taking that first step, it was really funny. I had kind of been like I was sharing earlier, like filling in the blanks of like, okay, I'll do it later. I'll do it when I'm married. I'll do it, you know, here or there or whatever. And I was in the shower on Thanksgiving day and I felt so strongly in my heart. Like if you don't just take the first step right now, you are not going to. Oof. And I just remember because I've been procrastinating. And maybe there are some of you out there that are procrastinating on whatever it is. You're supposed to start a business. You're supposed to be pursuing a relationship with someone. You're supposed to be whatever it is, doing ministry, starting a new job, fostering children, whatever it is. There might be something that you're supposed to be doing and you're procrastinating. And I felt so strongly like if you don't do it right now, you're not going to because you have had all the time in the world to fill out an interest form. <laughs> it takes five minutes. You've been saying for five months, you're going to fill a five minute interest form. And so right there on Thanksgiving day in the shower, I got out and got my phone and got back in the shower. I'm not kidding. And filled out the interest form <laughs> because for me, it was just like a small action of like doing what I said I was going to do. Right. Right. Um, and I had told a couple people, like, I think I'm going to do this, mm -hmm. but like, Thinking and wanting to do it and actually doing it are two different things. So I would just encourage you if you need to take a practical yeah. step, like don't procrastinate. For sure. Do what you do what you're supposed to do. I think too, like what you said, which you know, dealing with DCFS and like all, even even like the um, like the call going through different organizations, you know. Um, sometimes they're not that quick to get back to you. And so it's like someone like me, whenever I've like done the thing to reach out and then I don't hear anything back for a while, it's like hard for me to like do it again. Yeah. So thankfully like Zach helps me in that, but like that's hard to absolutely add to your procrastination. Cause like I'm a huge procrastinator. Well, you take a step of faith and then you're like, I've got to take the same step again yeah. and maybe again. And you gotta like, I, for me, it's almost like I'm processing it all over yeah. again. Like, okay, here I go. Press the button. <laughs> like, like it was hard enough the first time. It's right. also hard enough the second time. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah so the anxiety can still be hilarious. there for sure. That's very <laughs> funny. I feel like we both kind of felt similarly about starting this podcast. Yeah. Like, man, we're just going to have to, do the thing Oof. and we're doing it yeah I'm really excited I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling you I'm like I'm so excited and I'm like I'm so nervous when I'm start talking <laughs> it is but I think that's when you know where you're supposed to be is yeah. like whenever you feel just an excitement but also like a nervousness and there is a little bit of tension in that but I think that's when you know that yeah. you're doing what you need to be doing oh that's literally what Zach's been telling me he's like <laughs> Honestly, I'd be like a little bit, I'd be a little nervous if you were not, if you weren't scared. <laughs> and I'm like, Absolutely. well, that's good to know. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway. So whether you're scared or not, whether you feel like you're in the position or not, 
regardless. Maybe you just need to take a leap of faith. Thanks so much for being here. We loved having you. We will be back next week with a new episode. Yeah. And until then, you can find us on social media, on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Hope That Helps Pod. Yeah. And we love getting your questions in. If you have questions, we'll be answering them every episode. You can email those at Hope That Helps Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. We're going to give a special thank you really quick to our production team, Zach Grimes and Eric Pardo. Well, Hope that helps. I hope that. Uh. <laughs> I hope that. Ah, you like get through like ninety percent of it every time. <laughs> Crap. And we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I was trying to. I hope that helps. Now it can be all set. Anyway, we have no idea what we're doing. I'm sweating. I, me too. <laughs> we love your questions. We want to answer. Stop. Most of y'all are like, because it was funny. We love questions. We want to answer questions. Send us your questions. We answer hey, I didn't the question. The first time. We will answer every question. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I am so hot. Is it 107 degrees? On. Is it 107 degrees in your house right now? <laughs> I gotta get it together. <laughs> We've gotta finish this up. Okay. <laughs>